Introducing CRS Radio's Motown Legends and Alumni with your host, Motown Alumni Association President, Mr. Billy Wilson, and Motown Alumni Association's former recording artist, Mr. Billy Tappin. All right. Welcome, welcome, Billy. Hey, hey, hey. How's everyone tonight? Do life is good. God is great. Amen. Um, yeah. So tonight's topic gonna talk about how to make money in the music business. And I'm also gonna talk about why a lot of the older artists and even many of today's artists are not making money. See in today's time you can you can Sit in a bag and have different noises in that bag that you're sitting in. You could turn that to an album, and then you can allow the DJs to take that noise and put it in their mixtape. And you register your noise with BMI or ASCAP or SESAC, and you, then you go to Sound Exchange and you register at Sound Exchange so you can get your royalty. Now, imagine this. You don't have to be a musician to make money in the music business. That scenario I just told you about, you can do that with anything. You can you can make an, any kind of noise. You can record thunder or lightning or rain, put it into an album form, make an MP3, Put it into an album form. Maybe you do about, let's say, 10 or 11 sounds. You can upload your music into the system and let the DJs take your music, take your different sounds, and put them on their mixtape. You never know who's going to have a hit mixtape. If that person has a hit mixtape, then you got hit money coming. So let's take it from the very beginning. Let's say that you made your recording. Well, I want to start from there because starting previous than that, it's a process if you're a musician or if you're an entertainer. I'll talk about that later. Let's say that you already have recording. So what do you do with your recording? Well, the first thing you need to do is give your song a name. After you give your song a name, then you register with uh, the Copyright Office, the Library of Congress. Now, you can get those forms from the Library of Congress uh, on the Internet. And the form that you have to get is called the SR. S is in snake, R is in rat. The SR form. You fill out the form. You send, yeah, I think it costs about $35 or so, something of that nature. You fill out the form. And if you're this old writer of the song of the song or noise or whatever, you, your name is the author, send, send your thirty five dollars and boom, you, your song is copywritten. Now, now on Mr. a Billy, legal level I I wanted to ask the S oh I wanted to ask a question. The S R form um that you fill out, it that's of course you said with the copyright office. 
And now that's a, like a a sound recording form. Is that what they call that thing? Yeah, that's exactly what okay. it is. It's the sound recording okay. form. What they call you? You know the standard name is the SR. Um, so okay. Once you fill out that form, once you send in your application, so what do you do next? Well, you need a performing rights organization, uh, somebody who will go get your money for you. And the best one in the business I personally like is BMI. BMI, you go to BMI.com. And you register your song with BMI as a songwriter. Now, you can also register as a, as a publisher for your song. But the, you, there are three performing rights organizations. There's ASCAP, BMI, and SESAC. SESAC is pretty much for the European people. But BMI and ASCAP are the American organizations, they they collect predominant of the monies here in the United States, predominantly through radio stations, but sometimes through downloads and and uh, a lot of times through downloads and uh, other sources of that nature. And you can, I look at it like this. Now, if you want a publishing company, with your and you want to put your music in your publishing company, you can do that. But BMI costs quite a bit to do that. They don't charge to be a songwriter. You can you can upload your song for free. But if you want a publishing company, which there's a process that deals around that, but if if you wanted to apply let's say you had your publishing company Something we'll talk about much later. I believe they charge like two fifty or something of that nature. But if you go to ASCAP, ASCAP.com, you can upload a publishing company for fifty dollars, and you would be as official as any major record company. But now you can also upload your song as a songwriter for free there also. Okay, now you have your royalty uh, performance royalty organization. You sent your song in to have it copywritten. What else do you do? The next thing is you have to get your I. SRC code. Now, let me tell you the importance of an ISRC code. In most cases, people, they put their songs out there. They, they'll get a company that will distribute their song, and that company will actually give you an ISRC code. Usually, whatever distribution company you use, Ditto, DistroKid, whoever, uh, TuneCore, they will give you an ISRC code and a UPC code. But let's, let's go back to the ISRC code, about the ISRC code. That is, that code is like your song's 
social security number. That's the code that people go to when they want to send you your royalty. Most people don't know that. The ISRC code. And if you want to get if you want to get one, just go to isrc.com. They'll mm. give you that code. It reminds me now, of like when you're writing books, you have to get a what do they call it? You have to get a certain code when you're writing books. That's it's the right. same that's sort of. Well, they have, a, they, they have a separate code. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they have separate codes. But what's cool about it, which, by the way, we can talk about books uh, at one of the other shows also. I can, I can show people how to not only create their own books, but I can show people how to create magazines. And you can create your own magazine. You can create your own novel oh, <laughs> for, for free. <laughs> for free. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot out there in today's time. Uh, you know, whenever it's time for a commercial, back and I got oh, a lot when... to go into. We're uh, we still oh, got good. a few minutes ahead. Uh, come back So okay. the ISRC code, everybody and their uncle will ask you for it. Because you will have to upload your song to certain things, but usually it's embedded into the music. It's called metadata. It's you embed it into the music. So if somebody plays your song illegally, for example, I tell you the best. The two best examples is uh, YouTube. Facebook. See, if you are not the owner of a song that you put on Facebook, you need to tell somebody or they will they will shut you down. If you're the owner of the song, you just let Facebook know you're the owner of the song. Sometimes they'll ask you for your ISRC code. Sometimes they won't. But, uh, YouTube they do the same thing, but YouTube will check. They'll look into your music to see whether you got an ISRC code. And they'll also look to see if you are the owner of that song. And there are paperwork that you have to do, you know, on the Internet that you have to do so that it validates that you own that song. So the ISRC code, the most important code you will ever, ever, ever get or have to get. As I said before, you can go get your own code, which I suggest people do. But you don't have to do it that way. There are various companies that you, when you upload your music to be played on Spotify or iTunes, they will give you, automatically give you an ISRC code and a UPC code. They'll give you both. Okay. Now, there is a, 
is the third code. That third code is an EAN code, and that code is for overseas. That that code is for people who download your music overseas. The the UPC code are is for people that download your music here in the United States. And like now, I said, I, go ahead. Let me ask you this, Billy. Now, when it comes to all these codes and stuff like that, are those free codes? I know you said ASCAP does a little bit. I used to be with ASCAP back in the day. But um, in terms of get you, they don't give you those codes. Okay. They so they don't give you those codes. If you want it for free, then you can when you upload your music to a platform, whether it be Ditto or DistroKid or whoever, whoever you use to upload your music. They will give you an ISRC code for free and a UPC code. Okay. So, so what? Those codes are the most important codes, and I can't emphasize it enough how important those codes are. They're more important than putting your music out there. They're even more important than that. With those codes, you can get paid royalties. Okay. So what are, what are they paying on the royalties on per spin? Are they doing that still, or how's that working? The the, the royalties pay vary. For example, for streaming royalties, it's all over the place. But in for the most part, they pay point zero. Zero three cents. Okay. You know, for a penny, for a penny is point zero one. They don't pay that. They pay point zero zero three cents per listener. Per listener, and they do tally up everybody that has ever listened to your song. But what's cool about it? You have to get on people's playlists. They call them playlists. So mm-hmm. everybody, anybody and everybody can make a playlist. But there are certain playlists that are very popular. If you get on the popular playlist, and let's say Drake's song is playing on that list, and your song comes up after that, whatever Drake got, you got wow that's okay. why that's why it's important to get on the play of a, a pop many many popular playlists if okay. if if michael jackson's song comes on and your song comes on after michael jackson you get what michael jackson got wow Okay. And Beaver, Taylor Swift, if your song comes on, your song might not come on till four songs later. But if you're on that playlist, that's what people like to get on. As many good playlists as they possibly can 
you will make as much, whatever that star made, you will make also. So let's say you're on a popular playlist that has all the top 10 songs of the top 50 songs. You're on that playlist. As long as they play your song, you will get paid quite a bit of money. Wow. Anybody listening to Drake, if your song is hot enough or is close enough within the spin time, you get paid. So, well, hold the thought. As we come back, we go to commercial, and we'll come back with more with Billy and Billy, the Motown alumni and president. We'll be right back. From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and out outside of his creation. And what does a metaphysical God have to do with you and the creation around you? You are a very big piece of a huge puzzle. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creator from author Dr. Denise Gotadis is available on Amazon. Order your copy right now. Should ever rise. 
that. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar, I'm saving a winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street. Not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them eat I saw a disregard A broken bottle top And a one-man soul They follow each other On the wind and don't 
KCRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy. And we are back here in the house. Um, you are with uh, Billy Wilson and Billy Tappan. Billy, let's pick back up where we left off, and we can go forward and get to a point in time where we have questions and answers. So let's go back and Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, let's recap. You created your song. You go to the Library of Congress, you get the SSR, S as in snake, R as in rat. SR means sound recording. You fill out the form, you pay your $35 or so to, to register it. Then you take your song to BMI and you register it into the performing rights organization, BMI or ASCAP, BMI.com, ASCAP.com, A S C E A P dot com ASCAP. You can register your song. It's free. All this portion of it is free. So now you're ready for the ISRC code. The ISRC code is the code that's used. It's like a social security number. You go to ISRC dot com to get that code, or you can go to any performing any distribution such as DistroKid, you can upload your music to DistroKid or Ditto or whichever organization you decide to use uh, to put your music out there. Get it on Spotify and iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yes, our C code, you, you also will get a UPC code if you upload it to any one of those distribution platforms. Now, let me say that anybody can do this. Anybody can make money in the music business. The big stars, of course, they have to make big money. You're not a big star. You're a little. So any kind of money is good money for a little star, at least in the beginning. Now, those two codes are the most important codes, ISRC code, UPC code. There's the EAN code. It's similar to the UPC code. But the EAN code is for overseas if people were downloading your song. The EAN code is similar to the UPC code. The UPC code is for the United States. The EAN code is for overseas if you're not in the United States, which includes Canada. Okay, you're getting set up now. Now, There's still more more process. So... You want to go to SoundScan to register your song so that you can so that you can get uh, the opportunity to be on the music charts like everybody else. You see people on the charts. You see people talking about being on the music chart. Well, that music chart is Billboard magazine. Billboard magazine chart. That's on. That's the most important chart. Now, mind you, you might get on numerous other people's charts, and there are plenty of them around the world. Everybody got a chart here and chart there. And there's some, like over in France, they they charge you. They'll charge you two hundred dollars to get on their chart. They put you. They put you so low that, you know, dinosaur. When the dinosaurs die, <laughs> that's how low they'll put you on their chart but they'll put you up there for $200. So now you are at a stage to where you're starting to become a professional. SoundScan is the most important organization to monitor 
record play, uh, radio play, radio spins, I'm sorry, radio spins. Now, the the problem with SoundScan, they deleted their website. So you can't just go to SoundScan and, and register your song. Now, you what I did was I figured out a way of working it to where you can get to the site easy because you can't get to the site easy anymore. SoundScan joined a company called Luminate. And you can, you can go to the Luminate site, but you're not going to find uh, a link that connects you into SoundScan. They, they usually just make you... Uh, uh, email them, and then they send you a link, and then you go to the link. But I, it, it's easy for everybody. Just go to my site, um, all, A-L-L, dot Motown Alumni Association, dot com. That's A-L-L, all, dot Motown Alumni Association, dot com. It'll take you straight to the sound scan site where you can fill out the form and send it to. Now, that's the easiest site out there to find sound scan. I guarantee you, you're not going to find it that much easier anywhere. Now, the other company is MediaBase. And MediaBase, what they do is they actually monitor radio spin, how many times your song had been played on a particular radio station. If you're in the media base database, then you're on the same you're in the same database that all the major record companies and all the major artists are at. These are the radio stations that all the majors are looking at and if you if if you get spins on their radio station, the chances of your music going up on the charts is much greater. Media base is a little simpler, but I still made it easy for everybody. Go to media base, M-E-D-I-A-B-A-S-E, media base, dot Motown Alumni Association, dot com. Now, these forms you you must fill out these forms. They, everything I'm telling you is a must do. If you plan on making money in the music business, this is all a must do, all of it. Before you even distribute a song into for the world to listen to. So, recap or sound scan is all a l l dot Motown alumni. Association.com for media base. It's media base, M E D I A B A S E, media base dot Motown Alumni Association.com. Now, okay. At this time, we'll be going to our commercial break uh, with Billy and Billy, and we'll be right back. Don't forget, grab what you got to grab and get back. You don't want to miss the rest of this conversation. We'll see you in a bit. 
This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy.
This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy. And we are back with Billy and Billy, um, the knowledge station, CRS, CRS Radio. And now back to Billy Wilson. Well, all right. Thank you, Billy Tappan. You're more um, than welcome. Okay. Okay. So now almost completely registered. You've uploaded your music to SoundScan, and you uploaded your music to MediaBase. You're doing really well if you get that far. There's one more upload that's vitally important. It's called Sound Exchange. Soundexchange.com. Why that's important? Because in today's time. Sound Exchange goes to get your internet money. That means all the money that you make out of streaming, all the streaming services, all the platforms that are out there in today's time. We don't really play records anymore, and we hardly download any music anymore. So nowadays, in today's time, you have satellite streaming. You have uh, the regular platforms such as Spotify. You have iTunes. iTunes, they also stream, but they also download. You have Amazon. Amazon, they'll let you listen to a little bit of the song, but they're a download platform also. And there are numerous other, Pandora. Pandora, they they just stream and and pay you much this title. Probably of all the services out there to pay the most money, title, they pay quite a bit of money. They pay more than everybody else title does. That's owned by Jay-Z. Sound Exchange, they get your money. Make sure that you have your ISRC code and the UPC and the EAN code because they will ask you for that. So you have... Just register your song in full. Where do you go after that? Well, you have to determine when your song is going to be released. But you might want to go to a platform to determine what you can even afford to release your song. Now, here's a sneaky trick most people don't know. Now, you can go to Ditto. It'll charge you like $20 a year. You can upload as many songs as you want for $20 a year. And I believe uh, Distro Kid, they do the same thing. Uh, Ditto, D-I-T-T-O dot com. Distro Kid, D-I-T-R-O-K-I-D dot com. Distro Kid. But. I believe I have something that's even better. You can you can upload your music for free, and it can you can upload as much music as you want for free forever. The company is called Amuse A M U S E dot I O. It's called Amuse A S U M E dot I O. They will upload whatever music you have 
whatever genre they have all they have a wide wide genre of music but they will upload your music for free so you might say what's the catch well there is no catch you get a hundred percent of your royalty you can they will give you an ISRC code and a UPC code. Bada boom, bada bing. For those of you that don't know, Amuse is partially owned by uh, the Black Eyed Peas artist Will I Am. He's the part owner of that company. And it's one of the fewer companies that anybody knows about. But when you, when you have somebody of his stature to help you, then you know that you're somewhat blessed. But what the muse does, if your music happens to be doing a little something, something on the chart and start making money, a muse will come after you as an artist to be on their label officially. When they distribute the song, they, they only distribute you as a distributor. But they will pay give you and give you an advance on your next album if your first album does well or if your first record does well. So let's say you happen to have a mediocre hit and maybe you made, say, $100,000 off of that one song. They'll come back at you, probably offer you 200000 for your next song. And they will actually put you on their label. Now, in some sense, that could be a win-win. But let me tell you about getting an advance. That's an advance on your royalty. When anybody tells you they'll give you an advance, beware. That's an advance on your royalties. Now, you might not get, you. your next song might not be a hit. But you still pay, you have to pay that advance back. Whenever you hear artists say they got an advance, money off of their royalty, in hopes that they will make another hit and get another advance later on down the line. Uh, Prince, as an example, see, Prince didn't accept any of his advances. He said, look, I make my own music. I got my own studio. But what the record company did was they took his money, they they took his masters, and they had control of his music. They had control of the the masters to his music. That's why Prince was mad. That's why he became the artist because he felt he wrote the music, he wrote it in his studio, in his band. But the record company still took his master. And he, and he dealt with it for a moment until it got upset. Michael Jackson did the same thing. He quit his record company, started his own stuff, bought his own. He bought the Beatles publishing. He bought Little Richard's publishing. He gave Little Richard his publishing back to the black artist that he, whose publishing he bought on Sony Records. He gave a lot of that, their publishing the masters to their songs back to them. So having a publishing company, and this leads, this goes back to what I was saying in the very beginning, having a publishing company can be of great value to you because that's the 
embodiment of all your songs are in your publishing company. They're all based out of your one publishing company. Barry Gordy, for example, he sold Motown Records. He gave and he gave the company a little bit of his publishing. His publishing was called Joe Bet Publish. He only gave them a little bit of the songs that were in the catalog, in that publishing catalog. And then years later, he just divided it all up into like fourths or something of that nature. And he'll sell a, a bunch for X amount of millions. He'll sell another bunch for X amount of millions until eventually he sold it all. Okay. So Well, let's, let's do this. Let's go to a commercial break and hold your thoughts. And if you have to get up to go get something to drink or something to snack on, do it now and we'll be back in just a few. This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy.
this is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and alumni with Billy and Billy. And we are back, and I'm hoping you're enjoying the show. Um, we are um, Billy and Billy, and we are with the knowledge station. And I'm, if there's any listeners out there that wants to kind of chime in, feel free to. Um, the lines are open, but Billy has got a lot more coming. So if there's any questions you need, um, just holler at us. And here's Billy. Can you hear me right hey, now? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I can. All Got right. Question? Anybody else? Okay, hello. I'm here. Go ahead. Do you, 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 you have hear me? a question? Yeah, yes. Go ahead. You, you, yes. Hello. Is anybody there? Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah we go can ahead. hear you. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay, I have a question. Billy, you said that it was zero a point zero zero three um percent of a um that is that you're going in and out we we didn't hear you oh yeah we cannot hear okay, your question it's kind of out yeah you're going in and out yeah it might be a bad phone but so let let me comment on it she i heard a little bit of it point zero zero three Point zero zero three percent is kind of a standard of what the streaming services are paying. Each one has their own process, their own service, and their own dollar amount that they distribute. But point zero zero three is what Spotify pays, and and that's actually one of the top paying companies. Organization Spotify. Okay. Now I, I heard you suggest uh, a couple of them that would be good to go with, um, and that was well, Spotify. You just mentioned that was one, and there was the other one that was with. Uh, well, uh, uh, what's the name? Wait a minute. There are the platforms, uh, the streaming platforms. Those are you can only get to those through a distributor. Did, okay. uh, and there are many there are many of them out there. Did oh stroke kid, whoever, 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 you could find them. Just I, I suggest that you go to the internet and and type in go to search and type in the top ten music distribution couple. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Um you said uh one of our uh was one of the members of the black eyed peas that had um, this this uh, program. Would you? What do you think? Yeah. That would be a good one. To, for new Yes. It's called it's called Amuse. A M U S I O. It's absolutely free. You don't have to. You don't have to look between the lines or read the fine lines or anything of that nature. It's just like every other distribution company. Okay. It's free. And, okay. And then Jay-Z's uh, company also is a good one as well, you think? No. Jay, no. Jay-Z is a, they're a streaming service. So if you go okay. through a mute, you can, you go through a mute and get to title. Jay-Z's gotcha. company. Okay. All right. Understand, understand that the, there's the streaming companies and then there's the distribution companies, platforms that that 
distribute your music to those streaming companies, Spotify, Pandora, et cetera, et cetera. Got you. And that's why we have you, because um, you know this uh, back back for, back and forth, you know this industry re- really well. So let's yeah. continue, Billy. And uh, if we have any callers okay. out there, there's still free to call. Yeah. Um, yes, I hope that Tyler calls back. <laughs> okay. I hope that Tyler well, calls back, but um, that, you know how that is just uh, sometimes a bad zone, so. That's right. Hopefully the caller calls back. That's right. Okay. So Go ahead and carry on. We, um, so from, from this point on, okay, you distribute your music. The one important part is that now you need fans to go listen to your music. Now, this is the most, out of all this stuff that I'm telling you, it seemed difficult, but it's not. Most of this stuff, you can work at McDonald's and distribute your music. McDonald's money can do this. If you follow what I was just telling you, if you follow what I was just telling you, the only thing you paid for was the copyright at the Library of Congress. At the Library of Congress, and that's like thirty something dollars. You only pay thirty, right? True. Yes. True. So I sent you through the entire process for no money, basically. I mean, thirty dollars is what a pack of cigarettes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, give or take. Maybe yeah. a night a night a night out on the town. Nope, that I'm sorry. Uh for one meal at a good restaurant, at a decent restaurant. Mm-hmm. So so you've not paid that much money. So True. the next thing is getting fans interested in your music. Now this is not difficult either because we have social media. So you can you can create a Facebook fan page. Why would you create a fan page specifically? So you can get millions of fans to come on your fan page. Regular Facebook, they only allow you, your regular Facebook page, they only allow you 5,000 people on the regular Facebook. But the fan page. They'll allow millions and millions of people. So okay. you get people to join your fan page. And the three primary services that most record companies respect is Facebook, um, Twitter, the Gram. You should have all three of those accounts. If you need a fourth account, uh, you can go on YouTube. You can and, and you can be an influencer on YouTube. You don't even have to be an actual artist. But if you happen to play your music during that time and then tell everybody that you are playing your music, that you only pay, play original music, but maybe you show people how to do makeup or, or how to play an instrument or just gossip. You can go on YouTube just to gossip and play your music while you gossip. In today's time, the greatest means of communication evolves around gossiping. That's People right. Want to, 
They want to know the size of your shoes. The, I I got a friend, acquaintance, that he knows every dress. This is a man. He knows every dress that the Supremes ever wore, basically. Wow. And he's got pictures of every dress they ever wore. Wow, that's that's dedication. It is. It really is. But but you can be an influencer. You, see, my philosophy is you don't have to be somebody to be somebody. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my philosophy. You don't have to be anybody. You can just talk trash. Tra- you can trash talk all day long. You can talk about people all day long. You can give your sure. opinion. Remember to remember to when you when you get to talking about people and you might think something's a fact. Make sure that you always say this is your opinion or rumor has it. Right. That way you don't get sued because, you know, people, if they think that everybody believes you, they'll sue you just out of, you know, the sake of suing. And people can do that. And they can sue you for millions and millions and millions of dollars just because punitive, they call it punitive damage. The point of being an influencer Anybody can get on YouTube and be an influencer for the masses to see and hear what you're doing. So as long as you got something interesting to talk about, and I suggest that you get on every day, you steer people to your website on Facebook, get on your fan page. That way they know whenever you, you're coming on. Maybe you go on Facebook and get on Facebook Live, like Will Smith and his family did. Mm-hmm. You know, they started they started with on Facebook. What do you call it? Red Table Talk. Right. At first, it was, at first it was them doing a high high class production at their Red Table, but now this program is getting Emmy Awards. So this is one of those you-can-do-it-too processes. But you want people to pay attention to you. You want people to come on when you come on and and listen to everything that you have to say. And in most cases, the things that you have to say will lead them to your website. That's how you start building your fan. Be an influencer. Now, us old people, you know, I'm in my 60s, us old people, you know, anybody older than that, we don't do that. That's a little bit much for most of us, but this is what I do for a living, so it's not a big deal for me. But usually people that are older, they they really don't want to get on talking crap. That's not, that's not a part of our generation, you know, and that's not at all. That didn't start until um, the end of the X generation and the beginning of the Z generation. Yeah. Uh, so what's cool about it is that you can steer people in the direction you want to steer them. Like I said, they call those people influencers. 
And my and by the way, they have old influencers too. People in their eighties. This lady, I think she's like ninety three or something like that. She's an influencer too. She doesn't do anything but cuss a lot. <laughs> but she you know, she does her thing. Right. And it keeps it quite occupied and she's also she has an avatar on second life dot com, which which I have an avatar also. Uh, you go on and look up Billy J. Raza, R-A-S-A, Billy J. Raza. You can come and see my mansion and every all that other stuff I just on there. And, uh, but Second, Second Life was a wonderful tool for me to develop a fan base and have a following. You can buy property. You can talk, socialize, talk and walk. Second Life is a little bit different than than Meta. Meta, you know, those people, they float around. They don't have a bottom section. They don't have legs. But Second Life's been around longer than everybody. So they do have legs, and they do walk around, and they they do look more realistic. They're they're like the grandfather of of the you know, meta, all that meta stuff that they're doing out there. So anyway, YouTube okay. is a wonderful place to be an influence. You can talk all the crap you want to talk on YouTube and influence people to go to your. But I suggest your Facebook and your Twitter site. Those are two big ones. Instagram is good for pictures if you want to put pictures on and show everybody what you're doing and, and, here and there. And I wanted I wanted to interject and say that we do have uh, the, the caller back, and we also have another caller. And I wanted to say if you wanted to chime in with Mr. Billy Wilson, you can do so. Um, and, Billy, go ahead. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, is is the caller that was on before, is she on? Yes, I am. Yes. yes okay. Is. Go ahead and ask the question. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Okay, good. All right. Yes. yes I, one good. of the questions, you said that every time that a song was downloaded, um, it was point zero zero three of a penny, correct? Well, no. I said whenever it was streamed. If, if if somebody let's say oh you okay okay yeah let's say you got on so Spotify okay so it almost has to be streamed by another oh go ahead listen, I'm sorry listen listen when you get okay. on Spotify every time you listen to a song whoever song that is they they tally up that point zero zero three cent okay so if if you if if you come on after Drake, for example, say, say that you're on Drake's playlist, you, mm-hmm. your song happens to be on Drake's playlist, right? And your song comes on after Drake, you get the same uh-huh. amount of money Drake gets. Okay, but basically, to earn a penny, you'd have to have 997. They had that song streamed another 997 times to just a total one penny, though, right? Ooh-wee. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. That was my only question. I want to make sure I understood that properly because I did not know that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And, but, like, right, but what's cool is that uh-huh. if your uh-huh. song is untitled, 
for example, uh-huh. title pays title pays in the penny. And title okay, okay. titles titles one of the few that pay in the penny. Okay, okay. So there's a higher paid company. Or or streaming service. Yeah, all the other companies they pay they pay lower than point zero zero three cents. Okay. But like now I believe iTunes might pay a little more, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, but Spotify pays the most. Okay. So you want you want your you want your people to go to Spotify. Like I said, older generation people are not interested in trying to influence. That's that's right, that's right. beyond us. But but the reality is in today's time that's what mm-hmm. you got that's what you got to do. Right. I have Spotify. I agree. I like Spotify. <laughs> I have title yeah. too. Um, I just like Spotify better. <laughs> yeah. So your music and and there there are other tricks of the trade. For example, okay. There's there's RadioAirplay.com. Okay. What they do, you can you can pay to have your stuff on the radio. You can pay, and their radio oh. station they they pay royalties. You you wow. might pay. Into, you might pay into that platform, RadioAirplay.com, uh-huh. but okay. they play on the radio station called Django, and oh. Django pay, Django pays royalties. Okay, and they 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 play your song a certain number of times a day. Okay, for for like for like two months, three months, okay. as time, depending on how much you pay for that. Uh-huh. And and uh, Django will pay you royalties depending on what playlist you're on. Okay. See, they, they, okay. They'll put you on. You search, and they'll, they'll ask you what playlist would you like to be on. And okay. You know, if if you like Earth, Wind, and Fire, tell them I want to be on Earth, Wind, and Fire playlist. Mm. You you can tell them. What playlist do you want to be on? A lot of people don't know. Okay, that. right? Wow. They don't. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, 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 more juicy news. This is the biggest one of all. Um, if you go on Radio Airplay Pro dot com, that's where all the major record labels submit their music to be played on. Radio on all their radio stations, on all the major radio stations. Just RadioAirplayPro.com. Totally separate than RadioAirplay.com, but RadioAirplayPro. And there's there's a not there's the the is a problem with them, and it's not a big problem. For four weeks, they will monitor your song. On the for for their radio station, and they will every week they will send you whatever the stats are. So they they'll tell you how many what radio stations played your music, where where in the country or around the world, how many times they play per day each day. Now now most people who who do this for a living. They don't 
they can't find a radio station that will give great details like that. Never. That's right. That's never. right. Never. You never. And if if San Antonio is playing your record every day fifty times a day, because that's that's like the biggest number fifty times a day, you're a star in San Antonio on that radio station. That particular radio station might have a million people listening to it. I got an artist right now. Her stuff is being played in Chicago, in Houston, and in Las Vegas. Now, her music is spread all over the place, and she's doing fairly well. She's not up there high on the charts or anything, but just the fact that she's even on the charts for anything is a big deal. But she knows she can go to Chicago, which means that she could find a booking agent in Chicago and get a gig there. Las Vegas, she could find a booking agent and get a gig down there because she's a star down there. Okay. You see what I'm eating? You can do you can do your promotion in those areas. Okay. All right. Well, at this point in time, we have to take a commercial break, and we'll be back with Billy and Billy on the CRS Radio Network. This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy.
CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to Motown Legends and Alumni with Billy and Billy. And we are back. That was a little of uh, Diana Ross. Um, at this time, um, we at CRS Radio are at where we're going to actually take and um, close out with um, a few thoughts, um, actually, on how everybody likes the show. And also, Billy, what do we have coming up? Well, we, um, we're going to have a, pre- a paint on here coming up soon. Uh, Beautiful. Amuka is a, is a house artist, but what she's most noted for is she is the lead singer of the Brides of Funkenstein, George Clinton's group. Oh, wow. And then Sherry Payne and Kim Weston, they both have agreed to come on the show. Wonderful. Wonderful. Love it. They don't know Sherry Payne. Sherry is Sherry was lead singer of of the Supremes. Wow. Okay. Okay. That should be great. We've got a great lineup coming. Um, This is just the beginning. This oh, is just yeah. the beginning. Yeah. So uh, we have the right situation with uh, with Billy um, on his network, on his show. Um, and I'm learning a lot as as we go. And me being an artist from back in the day, you know, I'm learning more and more each time I talk with this guy. So I would suggest that anybody that's in music, I don't care what genre, this is the guy you want to you wanna talk to. 
And this is the guy you want to listen to because he knows that this business, you know, right and back. You know, so he knows everything about the business. So I would suggest that you tune in because we're going to have some interesting topics and we're going to be having some interesting guests. So um, just be ready. Repair. Any closing um, words, Billy, that you'd like to say? Well, I'm going to let everybody know every genre of music applies in today's music, whether it be country, whether it be jazz, God music, um, older generation, they don't like cussing, but in today's music scene, that's that's one of the most popular genres of music, the cussing part. Because they use they use that music in nightclubs and strip clubs. So, right. uh, uh, but it, as far as older artists, there's a place for you too. The southern, the northern soul people over in England, those are white people that only like black music, and they don't like any old black music, old black music. That's right. It goes back to at least the 60s. They like anywhere from the 60s to almost the 80s. But between between 1960 and 1980, they like all of that genre of music. And... uh, they play that music night and day, day and night, night and day, day and night. And many times when they give a party, they call them weekenders. They they will party for two and three days all night long. Wow. They'll get out there on well, the floor by themselves all night long. Okay. Well, a reminder to our listeners, uh, we are strictly independent as well as all artists are more than welcome to come on and listen. Um, and, Denise, can you uh, uh, name out all the shows that we have? Do you have that in front of you? Um, oops, not exactly, but I can name them out. I can go down the line. Okay. I could try. All right. <laughs> okay. Right. Now, what we have coming up is the Caribbean Radio Show Go R&B Chat, that's one of the shows that is coming on, and this is with um, host TJ, the DJ, because he's normally on the chat reel, and the R&B Soul Chat is going to be Sunday, and it's going to be at 8 p.m. every single Sunday. So if you're an R&B Soul uh, Sunday, the 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's a good time to tune in to Soul R&B Chat. And then we have, let's see, we do have CRS Radio, the Jazz Chat with Tim Cunningham. And he's going to be playing smooth jazz on saxophone. His program is coming on every Tuesday at 6 p.m. So, everyone, tune in um, 
to him, he's going to be giving a lot of jazz sessions, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome program. And we have Talk Israel with Anya Ferber. Uh, she's going to be bringing on a lot of artists that it, that are from Israel, and her program is going to stream Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and um, she is a fairly good up-and-coming host, and it's going to be so interesting on the artists that she do bring on, and she's also going to introduce a lot of artists from uh, here in America to Israel. And then, let's see what else we have well, as you know, the Caribbean radio show, Motown Legends and Alumni, every Tuesday night here with Billy and Billy. And this is just an awesome show. It's a lot of knowledge that um, everybody is uh, gaining from uh, Mr. Billy here on this show. I mean, I'm blown away by it. And we are also... Hosting of the Caribbean Radio Show has a comedy chat with Danny Redwine. And Danny Redwine, her program will be on um, 10 a.m. Eastern Time every Friday, okay? It's 10 a.m. to 12 noon, okay? So it's every Friday. If you happen to be enjoying your lunch hour, tune in to Danny Redwine and her her co-host, Pagan. And um, my program, which is um, a lot of um, the Israelis are familiar with, it is the Black Jewish Queen live chat, and it's going to be on every Sunday at 4 p.m. And we also have up-and-coming uh, artists with Obi Clark. And what he's going to be doing is interviewing uh, many artists that are coming on the scene. And so his program is going to be every Monday, and this program is going to be at 12 noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And that's going to be a really, really good program to tune into. So I urge... Um, all of the listeners to CRS Radio, keep your eyes and ears open for what's coming. There's concerts, there's everything. And um, Billy, <laughs> if I missed anything, let me know. I thank you, Miss um, the Chat Reel with Billy and Friends on the CRS Ooh. Radio Network. See, that That's was meant for you to advertise. <laughs> and and that we interview. Yes, and we interview everybody. So I'd like to thank our listeners, and I would thank um, Billy Wilson from the Motown Alumni. He's the president there, and I'm also alumni as well. And we will see you um, next week with more breaking stuff, that is stuff that you need to know with Billy. So, Billy, thanks a lot for uh, being on with us, and uh, let's, let's sign out. Bye. All right, Billy, any last words? Yeah, that, those were my last words. Bye. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Thank you. 